0: L.A.S. The L.A.S. Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. hi ho friends naomi here welcome to yet another episode of the ruckus with naomi ruckus rose that's me this is a podcast where we talk about social topics that usually end up causing squabbles on social media i think i should use like a different description every time i say like squabbles is a good word next time maybe like squabbles and I'll get the thesaurus out. The ruckus, if you don't know this already, is part of the LAS Podcast Network here in Cedar Rapids, where there's a ton of local content creators, and we're keeping it local. So thank you for supporting local if you're tuning in. If you want to be like a I guess I call them super supporters. <laughs> I don't know what the technical term is. We'll call you a super supporter. If you want to support the network even more than just listening and tuning in and sharing our stuff online, um, head to slash plus, and you can get episodes without ads, which is really nice. I'm going to clear my throat, <clears> throat> because I've been laughing a lot already <laughs> because The guest that I have today brings joy to my soul, makes me laugh a lot. She is one of my favorite people on the planet. She is one of the first women that I met when I entered, I guess, the professional world. We worked together, and uh, she kind of put me under her wing, I feel like. Um, She's a business owner. She's a college professor. She's a mama. She's she's a grandma, a hot grandma. She's Krista Nelson hello my friend
3: hello my friend
0: (laughs) i'm gonna be clearing my throat this whole time because whenever i laugh i just like kill my voice (laughs) (laughs) i i think i gave you like a pretty good intro but do you want to do you want to like dive into like the like what kind of business you own and like what kind of teacher you are and tell us who we
3: are sure sure Well, I thank you for having me. First off, I'm so so excited. Um, Anything (laughs) Naomi's got her finger on is usually fun and (laughs) uh, entertaining and um, fills my soul. So thank you so much. Thanks. Um, I am a small woman owned business. Mm -hmm. I've been in business since 2000. And we're a service ad agency. So we do everything under the marketing umbrella. So anything mm-hmm. you can think of that might be tied to marketing from str- strategy to websites, to social media, uh, to the old traditional PR mm-hmm. and billboards and graphic design and photography and videography. And I get the pleasure of working with some really amazing people Uh, For some clients that I love their mission and Mm -hmm. their vision and what they do. And so I'd say I'm pretty blessed to be surrounded with some pretty amazing people.
0: Yeah. And for those of you that tuned into a few episodes previously, we had jd buyer well i call him jd but the world here in cedar rapids knows him as john, john buyer so john does some work with you yes. i do some work with yes, you ma'am. it's kind of like
3: we a- have a rock star group of, <laughs> of folks we kind of do have a yeah. good group We have lots of musicians um that are very talented in the creative world i've always wanted to be a roadie so i feel like i'm just the person like <laughs> carrying the bags and, oh. <laughs> and you know um part of your entourage just telling people how great you are and, and awesome you, you are.
0: and you do that like yeah <laughs> you're you are like the super supporter of like that's that's like one thing you have this like phrase in your business there's so, I don't know if it's a phrase like you it's like you find you find people's sparks so how do you how do yeah. you phrase that
3: oh I love just figuring out what we I think everyone has Uh, gifts and talents. Yeah. And I really admire people that use their gifts and talents for good. Yeah. And so we, I like partnering with people that want to use their creative spark to ignite something and build legacies and, and, um, you know, change the world basically. And And you do. I'm so lucky to You're like one of those people.
0: You're a doer.
3: I'm a doer. You are. (laughs) I'm a connector of doers.
0: Yes. That, that as well. Yes. Which I think is like. Just, yeah, your network, like do you know someone who might be able to do such and such and yeah. like, basket yeah.
3: weavers? Yes, I know <laughs> yes, someone you do. like literally <laughs> right, right. <laughs> actually, I met them through I don't meet a stranger, so and I'm really I'm a good like listener, so I listen for what they do and what yep. they're passionate about, and then I'm like, oh heck, yeah, I can help you build a business doing that, yeah, so, yeah, no, so
0: I, I I thought that you. <laughs> I thought that you would be a perfect guest to have on a topic that I've been wanting to talk about because of, um, first of all, because of your professional success, because of your, um, I see, integrity with how you treat people and how you treat yourself and how you treat your clients and everything. Um, so the ruckus, like I said at the beginning of the podcast episode, it's about um, taking taking topics in social, on social media that tend to get... Um, there's a lot of divide there's a lot of arguments that happen um hard topics and you would think by now we have come to a place where (sighs) where women and men are equal and um it just seems like a stone age kind of mentality right to think that we're still there's still such a, a divide um And I found this out, not because of a whole bunch of research that I did, but because of just spending time in the comment section, like, oh my gosh, are we really still this far behind? And so that kind of led me to think about how that divide between equality affects my life. And one of the things that I've seen in my life is a misbranding of who I am. And a lot of times... (laughs) I get called bossy. Not a lot of times. I have been called bossy. And I have this, um, I guess I carry that stigma with me. And it's always on the forefront of my brain when I'm thinking um, about acting in authority or acting in some sort of dominance, whether it's um, leading in love or just leading in this is how we got to do things. Um, So I remember the first time that I was called bossy. And the reason why I thought you would be great is because the first time I was called bossy was when you and I were in a professional uh, situation together. Yeah.
3: S- situation. <laughs> situation, good we'll say. Good Good descript- <laughs> descriptive word. Very good.
0: Yep. And um, I, I had two females that were above me in this position that I was working. And um, I was excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to work with boss babes, right? Yeah. And um, quickly found out that what they were encouraging me to do, being a leader, being, you know, the head of my (laughs) small department and, and stepping out and being bold and stuff. Like everything that I have in my personality, naturally, they wanted to foster out of me. As soon as I started to act in that, though... I was literally called bossy and at first it was joking like, Oh my gosh, there's Naomi being bossy. And I'm like, no, I'm actually just not putting smiley faces in my emails anymore. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But, um, and we don't have, (laughs) I would love to, we don't have to go into that whole situation that you and I were involved in. But, um, I imagine, well, I know that you've had similar situations in, even among women, where our personalities being um, uh, strong, independent, when we want to be, women, at least for me, <laughs> uh, we sometimes are told we're too much, or we're too loud, or we're too rough, or too crass, and sometimes I am all of those things, but... um. I feel like it's very dismissive to just see women in power positions, whether that's um, a principal or a governor or just the boss at the supermarket. You know, Um, it's dismissive to say to these women who have good ideas, who have leadership skills, um, it's dismissive to call them bossy. It just takes everything that they're good at and gifted in and diminishes it. And it fucking pisses me off. Yeah, and I know you have things to say about this. Do you remember? Do you, I? I don't know. For me, I feel like well, I know I grew up with my mother and my father harnessing my stubbornness. They never squashed it. They—that's um, actually where I have this tattoo on my arm. It's two guns crossed, and one gun gun is cocked, and one gun is not cocked. Cocked. <laughs> We're talking about cocks today, yes, folks. We can. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, yes. I might be an expert there, too. We could, online dating, you get lots of pictures. You get lots of cocks. More than you could ever ask for right. in a day. That's a whole nother. Well,
0: that's another episode. episode. We'll talk about it. Okay, I got to regroup. Okay, but no, my mother and my father would always use this phrase, like, you got to just know how to aim your game, aim your guns right. Yes. They didn't want to take my guns away. I just got to aim better. Yeah. And so I've always known that I have these personality traits in my life. Did you always know that you were like a boss babe? Yeah. Whatever. No, wait. Yes. Boss babes are like multi-level marketing. That's what they call boss babes. You're a, you're a boss. You're just a boss. Well,
3: to quote. Glennon Doyle, I'm a motherfucking cheetah. There you go. <laughs> so, yes, yes, we're gonna have lots of claps for us today. <laughs> I am the oldest child, mm-hmm. I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in a family where the men had their work and the women had their work, and so they fostered that woman leadership role in me very early, in that I was in charge of my brothers. Oh, yeah. You know, so I was really from a young age, they fostered that kind of um, leadership role. Mm -hmm. And so over the years, it kind of just fell naturally for me. Mm -hmm. And um, but I still had my place like I needed to know, like when I wasn't able to be the boss of boys that were younger than me. Yep. You know, and there was a time. And so we've had lots of conversations since then about how it was fine for me to boss them when you needed me to keep the house in order, yeah, right? Yep. Doing my womanly work. <laughs> right. But when you when I try to step out of the norm of what you consider to be something that a woman can boss you around in, mm-hmm. then I need to be careful and make sure I'm pointing my guns in the right place. Oh, kind of right, thing, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I find it very refreshing too. I mean, so we have to be... Physically, the two polar opposites of each other. You're very small, petite. <laughs> I'm six foot tall. So, also, when a six foot tall woman that we're, is not afraid to wear heels is also mm-hmm. not afraid to boss the room around. Mm-hmm. If you have men that are saying they're six one, and that's really their basketball <laughs> height, they're like five right. eleven, and I show up. I'm literally six six in heels. <laughs> yes, and I'm also bossy. Yep. We end up having. You know, a problem. They're yeah. fine with it as long as I know my place. Yeah. Um, they now. I'm using they, and I'm being very general. Sure. Yeah. There. I have had lots, and I mean countless, of men that are allies for women mm-hmm. to be boss babes, to be boss ladies, to be the ones that show up and are the experts at that and are very comfortable in their skin. And they were all of all heights. I was just, (laughs) I was generalizing there as well. Right. So, but I think what you're saying is very much true. And I, and I don't know, I don't know how to fix it, but I've in my years, I've decided that I am not If I'm too small, if I need to make myself smaller for them, we're not in the same we're not in the right space. No. I either need to go to a bigger space or they need to go to a different space. A
0: smaller space. A
3: smaller space. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have value to add and there's people that want to hear it and if you're not one of those people that want to hear it you can either remove yourself or I can. Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten I'm a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. And fixer. So I'm kind of in that 12 step phase of Mm -hmm. don't give a shit. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, this is, this is a thing. And I think women need to talk. And I think there's women that feel like they, they sell this whole, like I empower other women thing. Yeah. In fact, I just did a uh, consumer study on two local businesses, and they both say they have the same model. And when I went in and talked to them, she didn't have that same model. She was allowing these other people to put some of her products in there, provided she could have control over them. Yeah. Whereas the other one was literally letting them do that. So that's not really empowering. You're empowering them as long as they they let you keep your thumb under them, right? Right. Yeah. And so I think women, it's ingrained in them too that – yes, we want to empower women, but we also, we have to, you know, we have to make sure we keep a thumb on them. Like we can't let them go wild.
0: Right. And, and I, it's like micromanaging, you know, I feel like, and I feel like I have that tendency when it comes to, when I have to delegate to people, (laughs) it's like, I know how to do this. And you know, that whole phrase, like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And that's toxic. <laughs> but I feel, you know how you were like talking about like there's like this recovery like 12 step thing like yeah. where you have to uh kind of debunk all of these stigmas that come with a personality like ours. And um I feel like there was I'm I I bounce back and forth <laughs> from like being like, yeah, I've got this under control. Like I, I know who I am in myself. I know, I know what I stand for. I know who I love and how I love and how I want to love. I know who I am, you know, and I'm going to take no shit for it. And I just like, pl- like a, I was thinking about myself like a snow plow or like a bull in a china shop or mm-hmm. whatever they say, you know, where I sometimes, um, react in, in a, in a mindset of, I guess I'll I guess I'll say trauma cuz trauma can be very little and trauma can be very big. Yes. Let's use the term when it's appropriate and this is appropriate. I feel like I have trauma in my brain based around being too much or being too yeah. sure. Yeah. And so sometimes I act in complete defiance of that trauma or whatever and I'm just that bull in a china shop and I just don't give a fuck about anything in my way. <laughs> and I can end up saying things really harsh, harshly, harsh. Um, I can be very cold and I still mean what I say. Like the point still stands, but I find myself coming back and being like, fuck, I should have phrased that a little more empathetic or a little more not based in my trauma responses.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a good balance on that, do you think? Because I feel like I have to reevaluate that with myself on a daily basis
3: sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or or do you have it down? I would love to have it just down someday, you know?
3: I think, yeah. I mean, early on in my career, I would get that a lot, that people would say, look, you, one thing we know about you is that we'll always get truth from you. Yeah. But sometimes we're not ready to hear the truth or and or the way you're delivering the truth to me. Is like harsh or or okay. coming off cross differently. So, I think I've worked on my empathy over the years yep. to get out of sympathy and move into empathy.
0: Will you tell us, we've been talking about this topic on multiple episodes, tell us what those two meaning, two words mean to you.
3: Okay. So sympathy is, I literally take your shirt, put it on my head, put it on and I wear your thing that you're doing. I wear it. I take it. Mm -hmm. I wear it. I bring it on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm living it with you because I feel like I need to sympathize with you, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, grief or you're having a hard day or whatever. Empathy is: I listen to you, all the things you say, and I tell you, "Man, that sucks." Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. How can I show up for you? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm recognizing, I'm, I'm. You can, you can tell, I see you. I see what you're going through. But it's really not my problem. I don't have to right. wear it. It's your thing. You're dealing with it. Yep. And then I just need to know from you mm-hmm. how to show up for you with it. So yeah. I think learning that for me um, was was like one of the most important things. And the other thing is boundaries. Like I have a love-hate relationship with boundaries. You I mean love to like <laughs> set the boundary. And then I'm like, well, I can get really super close to this boundary and it's not going to bother me. And right? then I'm like, why did I do that? Like you the bear. Why did I do that? I should have just <laughs> let the boundary. So I have this like, but I think that kind of comes with age. But I will tell you this. Um, the whole like delegating thing that used mm-hmm. to be a problem for me early on because the perfectionist trying to get it like a certain way I have a vision in my head. Yeah. I have surrounded myself with people that I trust. With my life. Yep. Literally. Mm-hmm. So between you and John and. Bill and Derek and the people that we have on our team, Mm -hmm. I know what they can do. I trust them with my clients. I trust them with the project. I know if you come to me and you say, you know what, I think this would be better. As long as it's within whatever the client's scope of work was and what they were asking us to do in terms of the end goal. Yeah. I say you have full creative freedom to do it. How... Ever you want. We all want mac and cheese at the end mm-hmm. of the day. I don't care how you make it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I get to eat mac and cheese at yes. the end of the day. So I've learned that over time too. Like it doesn't have to be Chris's way or the highway. Yep. Because having that diversity and um, experiences, like your experiences and mine and John's and everybody's on the team are different and yep. being able to pull in a diverse makes us more uniquely qualified to be innovative and creative and come up with something that's more perfect than if it's only just one mind. Yeah, And I feel like marketing and advertising in general is like the perfect, like, incubator for that type of relationship and, and yes. work building. I mean, yes. accounting, you can't really mess around with accounting right. too much. Like you that, shouldn't at least <laughs> in the HR department, there's really no gray line between what sexual harassment is and yeah. is it, you know what I mean? So they're the no department, yeah. but we're the yes and department. <laughs> yes, <we> right. <laughs> so we get to have a lot more fun and be creative and figure out a way to get there. And really I, so I feel like it, if you can surround yourself with people that A, love you for who you are and know you for who you are, they'll give you the grace that you need to be harsh on the days that you need to be harsh. Yes, they do. And they'll know your heart to the end of the day. And you won't have to continue to apologize for who you really are. You will never be too big for them. And you can trust them with whatever you're handing them to do. Yes. And I feel like that's the part there And there's going to be a lot of people that don't fit into that circle. So I oh, feel yeah. like as I've grown, I used to be like, oh, I have to be all things to everyone and everyone. That's actually not true. It's the same in branding. Yeah. There's going to be people <laughs> that aren't going to like your product. That's okay. Yeah. If they tell you, that's even better. Now you don't have to waste marketing dollars exactly. on trying to get them to at buy your product. At least you know.
0: Do you think because, this is what my mind says at least, do you think because we are so like, um, in intertwined with social media, like social media, like makes our world so much larger and we can reach and talk to so many different people and so many different kinds of people. Um, do you think that, well, I'm just going to say, I think that sometimes my mind gets into this little rut where I feel like the expectation is I'm going to be, um, I'm going to add value or humor or whatever my post is about that day. Um, it's going to be for a lot of different types of people. Yeah, yeah, I think social media makes us feel like we can have these large breast, <laughs> breast strokes. <laughs> brush strokes. Man, we're talking about cocks and cocks breasts. And breasts and and <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Get our minds out of the gutter. <laughs> There's our claps again. <laughs> but we have these like large brush strokes about like, who we are going to please or who we're going to get these likes from, whether we consciously make that decision or not. But in reality, like in our, in our tangible, touchable world, we are not, um, everybody isn't our biggest fan. And we take that on social media as like a cut or as a dig. But really when like you and I have these conversations about our circle, like we have our pod of people and however small it may be, Like, that's what, that's what we have been working for. That's what we have been striving for. That's what we want. And getting rid of the expectation that we're going to be everything for everybody just makes life a little, uh, it makes it sweeter, I think. Yeah. It maybe hurts a little bit sometimes, and you see some people that are too small for you, or sometimes even too big for you. You know, yeah. like there's some people that are way ballier than us. Um, but it's it's it just kind of like when you're true to yourself, you get to find the people who are true to you. Yeah. And when you're not true to yourself and living in your power, then you get a lot of shit and a lot of shit people around you. Maybe they're not shit people, but they're just not the right ones right. for you. Yeah, they don't fit.
3: If you think about it, it's, and and I'm talking to a rock star here, so you understand this. (laughs) It's, it's really like being on stage all the time. So when I get up on stage to speak for a conference or to Mm -hmm. teach in the classroom, Mm -hmm. you're on stage for whatever that minutes is, right? If you try to go on stage every day on social media for every minute of every day on social media, you're freaking exhausted. Yeah. I mean, I feel energized when I come out of a classroom, but it's like, like a hard crash after caffeine, right? I need a nap. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. If you think about what you're doing to yourself every time, if that's your expectation, Mm -hmm. you know, then it's, it is going to be disappointing. You are going to end up being exhausted and burnt out at the end because there is no pleasing everyone. There's no No. possible way to please everyone. And I don't think we're ever
0: supposed to. I don't think we're ever intended to do that. Otherwise we would all have the same personality. Exactly. And we don't.
3: We'd be a bunch of clones like the iRobot. Yes. Yeah, and so I just feel like you're exactly right. Just be your authentic self. And if you're in, like, what does success look like on social media? What are you using for? For me, it's a documentation. Yeah, me too. It's like a daily documentation of what happened in the world. Because if I look back at, like, stuff that happened five years ago, I'm like, no way, that was five years ago. And look at how things have changed since then or how I've grown. And we didn't have that before social media came out. I mean, we have, like, our own memories, but we didn't Mm -hmm. have, like, literally Facebook memory right right? yeah and so for me it's that way it's and if by me sharing my authentic journey about whatever I'm going through that day or whatever I've learned through my business or whatever I've experienced um, teaching area in the classroom if that helps one person Mm -hmm. just one person if that helps one person feel like they're not alone on this planet then I feel like I've done my job yes that's it that I feel like we're here to do things together yes I think they, otherwise there would have just been a bunch of atoms. Right. I mean, (laughs) they, they, I feel like we were here to be in fellowship and we're supposed to do it together. And if we're not here to do it together and do it together well and to support each other and love on each other, then what the hell are we here for? Yeah. What's the point? And so that's kind of my thing. So I don't look at social media as really a way to be on stage, although that's what people use it for. Obviously influencers are using it for that. Businesses are using it for that. People are getting rich, obviously (laughs) off of jobs that never existed before. Yeah. Right. Through social media. But that, to me that's not my goal yeah. so if that's your goal you need to know that you're gonna have burnout and oh, you're yeah. gonna be exhausted because you're gonna, literally on stage every there's gonna day.
0: be people that like don't like your shit and yeah there's gonna be people that like message you incessantly telling you they don't like their shit and like
3: because they have extra stuff on their time <sighs> extra hands. right like if i head. only
0: had that much time to like sense all the hate mail right. that i wanted to okay i think now is a good time <laughs> because we're not going to have a good time. Let's make now a good time to go to our commercial break, and we'll be right back.
1: I'm Logan Adam Schultz, digital and content marketing guy. I'm Alex Schulte, creative director dude. And I'm Craig Johnson, maker of graphics. And we're the LAS LAS marketing Marketing Team. team. And this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, Eastern Iowa's newest podcast filled with laughter, stories, and insight from a rotating cast of marketing professionals. Every Tuesday, join us as we break down modern marketing practices into something that you can use right now to better market your business, nonprofit, band, or even that dresser you've been trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. There will be new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friends with Marketing Benefits is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com if you feel like it.
0: L-A-S
2: We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane.
0: Oh
1: my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> all
2: right. I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What? You're still doing the
1: fel- false names
2: thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is
1: like a fourth <laughs> yeah. grade elementary school joke. <laughs> hey,
2: everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy.
1: And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name
2: thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live podcast.
1: We're talking all things groove.
2: Music. Food. Friends. Beer, even. All of it.
1: Whatever brings groove into your life. How
2: about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy?
1: I I would file that under groove.
2: Construction projects. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come
1: on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from
2: of cool people that have cool stories. Every day you get out of bed, what makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music, Pokemon, construction projects.
1: (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast.
2: The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes
1: of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus.
2: Hey, guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb.
1: L.A.S.
0: And we're back. (laughs) I don't think there's an episode where I don't make some awkward song. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not sorry. It's just who I am. (laughs) So I'm here with one of my great friends, Kristen Nelson. We're talking about being a bossy woman and all of that entails. I have a question. Okay. So, why why do you think it is that we uh, we're again speaking in blanket statements here? Why do you think we as a society automatically like follow and automatically accept men in leadership positions, and then why do you think we collectively as society question women first? Yeah instead of just, like, blindly following them like we do, men. And I'm not saying me as the we because I feel feel like I question every single authority figure there
3: is. Male,
0: Male or female. Male or female. That's right. Yep. But why do you think society does it? Why do you think we have, like, I think it's obvious that there's a lot of men in charge. There has been a lot of men in charge since this country was founded, and there's been a lot of really horrible shit that has come from men being in charge. Yeah. Genocides, and we don't need to get in it. Right. Uh, so um, why do we keep saying, yeah, okay, dudes, so you can have the, the position again, and then why do we, like, have so much... Um, like more, why do we put women under so much more scrutiny when they want to take these roles on?
3: Yeah. You don't have to have the correct answer. I I just want your opinion. I have two thoughts on that, actually. Well, maybe three. I think one is, like, if you look at every religion, all the religious leaders are men. Yeah. At least according to the version that was written in the books (laughs) that they shared with us, right? By men. (laughs) By men, who were the only ones allowed to read and write at the time. So I think that's part of it, right? Everyone, like, wants this, like, father figure or whatever to be. And so it's kind of ingrained. It's maybe sub. So conscious that yeah. we want we we actually want someone to be our white and uh, night white night. We're gonna have to edit that part out because <laughs> fuck. <laughs> night white. What am I trying to white, say?
0: White night and shining shining armor. armor. Something?
3: Like yeah yeah. Like, we, you know yeah, we get it. Hot
0: cowboy with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. <laughs>
3: Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what I was trying to say, but we were all looking for that. Like, yeah, night and shining armor right you know the white knight and so I think that's part of it there's this like fairy tale Mm -hmm. life and people kind of unconsciously go to it but I heard the statistic recently that men when they want to go for a leadership position or they want to get advancement in careers they really only have to know 50 to 80% of the stuff the job is asking them for to do before mm-hmm. they'll go apply for the job they don't think they need to know all of it before they'll apply for the job so they literally sell themselves as the expert or the person that can do this job i feel like 99.9% mm-hmm. of all of the presidential leadership that we've had in this country so far has literally done that exact same thing (laughs) you know what
0: i that concept that there was a woman on tiktok that summarized that whole concept she calls those men chads she's like have the audacity of a chad who is undereducated, underqualified, but has the audacity to say, to say that he can he's do it. expert.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and women, but women on the flip side of that, feel like they have to have the experience or the skill or the education first yeah. before they go after the job. And so I yeah. think that two part, one, I think we all have this fantasy world that things will, you know, someone will be great and they'll lead us and that person looks like a man because of whatever... Prince that we've been dreaming is running the world right. and then the second thing is I think that they sell themselves into that position and we mm-hmm. all buy the kool-aid yeah you there know. was
0: a stat that I actually just read today is I was looking up stuff about the the pay gap which we don't have to get into yeah. but something along those lines like they sell themselves you know so I read that 50% of young men entering a professional field, like right after college, 57% of them are said to negotiate their starting salary. Correct. Guess how many percent of women do that?
3: M- much lower than that. I know Seven. it is. 7%. Yes. One of the things that I, and, and some industries will test you. So one of the things I learned when working at the law firm was that they were coming in with the low <gasps> offer and w- expected me to negotiate. Oh and when way. I didn't, I literally put myself in their hierarchical um, level mm-hmm. by the fact that I only negotiated for a parking spot. I didn't oh. negotiate for an office that wasn't an actual closet. I didn't negotiate <laughs> yeah. for a view. I didn't negotiate my pay.
2: Yeah. And
3: so there's some industries. And, and if you think about it, the legal industry has been primarily dominated men. by males yeah. and men's for men for years. And so there's things that are ingrained in their industry as well, that they're looking for the negotiation. But women, mm-hmm. we're always told, don't argue, like don't <laughs> yeah. argue, try to come to a place of compromise We're we're the ones that are peacemakers and mm-hmm. trying to get people to not jump off the bridge. Right. Our right. job is the other thing. And so we don't negotiate it. We don't push it. And so I feel like that's the other part too. If, if, there's money value with it. It uh, The appearance is that it's better. It's better. Yeah. It's more qualified. It's whatever. Right. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we go after things like uh, um, like shoes. Like we buy a brand of shoes that they cost a whole bunch of money. And so we equate that there's a high quality value right. to that. When They're in reality, better. they might just be like Walmart shoes with a different brand. You exactly. Know? I, I have this kind of... Um, I agree with everything that you said and you know this, but I have like this little devil inside of me that thinks about the, it's not the devil. It's just like, it's just like the opposite side of me. Yeah. Um. And for me, that is a woman who is very demure and quiet. I don't think women who are quiet and keep to themselves are the devil, but that's just the opposite of who I am. And so when I shrink myself I know that I'm lying to myself yeah sometimes and a lot of times there's women who are and people who identify as women who are naturally more quiet they naturally keep to themselves and they're fine to do so they are fulfilled to be a quieter type of person compared to us some people love to be the the homemaker you know like um my mother her you know, one of her goals in life was to be a mom and a wife and to keep the house, and she did, and she does a great job
3: of she's it. She's also a boss babe. Though. She is. Yeah. She she's is. got a couple side hustles where she's killing it.
0: Look where I came from. Yeah, I yeah, mean, right. I got some of that little feisty. <laughs> I feel like
3: that though. Like honestly, people don't people don't give that house manager, housewife job enough credit. If you had to no. pay someone to do all the things that. a mom and and a woman does in to run a household you would pay them a crap ton of money oh
0: my gosh yeah totally and the
3: skills you learn too negotiations time management multitasking yes how to selectively hear (laughs) what's happening Is you know it's all valuable. It makes it us better. It makes us better business owners, team members, whatever, yes. because we can see the value in what other people can do. And-, and
0: that's an excellent point because we we I think again as society we we take those roles of women who are either by choice or just circumstance, the homemakers, the um, the mothers, the stay-at-home wives or whatever. We look at that as society as. Um, a weak position or whatever but <laughs> this is really me being shitty but then i think about who what kind of man can't clean up after himself what kind of man There's can't many.
3: we should have that's a whole nother, for himself that's a whole nother podcast
0: who's the weak one <laughs> to need us to wipe to their all, ass exactly are we really the weak ones? Make your own goddamn supper. Like, <laughs> figure it out. We've had to. Right. I have a great partner that it, that doesn't have to happen in my life. But, like, uh, come on. Like, I see a lot of shit on social Like, I'm part of this. Uh, I follow this. Um, it's called the Mouthy. I don't know what it's called. It's called the Mouthy Mom something. And women write in with their concerns. And you should just. I'm just concerned with how many shit husbands and shit partners there are well I raised three boys
3: that know how to cook do their laundry clean up after themselves because I was by god they were going to know how to do that
0: right and their partners should thank you yes (laughs) no but okay so whether they
3: choose to or not right that's selective choice (laughs) but they definitely know I definitely raised three boys that know how to do that
0: yes and I think you know I think that is like such a disservice if you i'm not a mom so i might not be qualified to say this but i think it's such a disservice if you don't teach your kids basic life skills and how there's no role there's no gender role behind cooking dinner and vacuuming like that's uh that has nothing to do with
3: <laughs> your yeah, gender For that's sure, just
0: being a clean human
3: well you know as <laughs> women if you were um If you were a mother, I think you would probably do the same thing that I did. I immersed my kids not only in the household chores and the things that needed to happen around the house, Mm -hmm. but in my business. Yeah. So they saw me grinding. Yep. At all my jobs. In fact, they've been models. Yeah. They've been actors. Yep. They've been, they've actually carried the camera, uh, the equipment for a while. They've been your roadie. (laughs) And then they've been my roadie. And then they've been actual photographers now or or doing the work now and so they've learned not only how to and they'll tell you my mom is the boss like my literally my mom is the (laughs) boss like because they know they see all the hard work that I put into it and I think a lot of moms try to pretend like they don't need the help or like they can do it on their own because they're trying to prove something but I I would tell them all the time, I have this big event and I'm going to need you to come be like the strike team to set yeah. the event up or help me with this or whatever. Yep. Because I need to be doing this. Yep. And so they were a part of all of it. And yeah. it, And they understand too, like teamwork and what it takes to run a family, which it isn't just a one sided job. It's no. everybody gets, everybody gets dirty. Yep. In this family, right?
0: I read another statistic today that I think you will appreciate where um, along the lines of like being a family unit, like you're in it together. I read that <clears throat> when, uh, sorry, I didn't read. I listened to a TED, Ted talk. Um, when you and your partner, or we could say you and your, well, let's just say you and your partner are, um, whether that's your spouse or your significant other or whatever, let's just call them a partner. When you are acting As a true partner, when, when you are, uh, sharing the duties of everything, when you're carrying your, carrying your weight in the relationship, when you are absolutely true partners, you're, uh, I said 50% less chance of getting a divorce. Yeah. And if you're truly carrying your weight in the relationship and being a partner to your partner, you're probably going to have way more sex than if you are a freeloader taking advantage of your partner's homemaking
3: skills or breadwinning skills. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's great. Can I quote you on my <laughs> on my dating app? Because people ask me all the time what I'm looking for. And so I should just say, I'm going to need a partner because a, a, we'll live longer and, and yeah. we won't get divorced. And B, we're going to have a lot more sex. A lot sex. of sex. It's going to be way so, better.
0: So partners, take note. Like we... Uh, <laughs> You don't have to be, you don't have to be everything. We just, you know, gender roles, just as if we dismantle them, if they don't exist in the household, you might have a better personal life. Yeah. I, okay, I wanted to ask you this question, but I think this is probably best suited for our homework portion oh, of the podcast. okay. Let's transition. <laughs>
3: Can I say something about I love homework because I'm a professor? Oh, yeah, do it. It's time for homework. Okay, I wait. I love that we're giving homework. This (laughs) is like, like I'm a college professor. Mm -hmm. Homework is my jam.
0: So this is where you get to give the audience homework. So my question, like, I'll let you give people homework however you want. But I would ask um, kind of, kind of along the lines of what we were talking about a few minutes ago about how we we know that not it's not the only way to go being a a bossy woman isn't the only way to be um, a woman uh, isn't the only way to be a professional woman even so how what would you say to someone who doesn't have the confidence like you have, or in my case, I muster up the confidence that I'm really good at faking it and acting like I'm a badass a lot of times. How, how do you tell someone who doesn't, con- doesn't possess those qualities, um, what would you tell her to um, encourage her to get what she wants out of life or get people to listen to her or get that raise or... You know what I mean? Yes,
3: I do. So, this is something I'm super passionate about, actually. I'm glad you asked me that. Oh, good. I honestly think that every human should have the ability to be able to communicate their ideas and sell themselves, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. I'm not, I don't believe in the whole fake it till you make it thing. Mm-hmm. I think you do figure out a way to communicate who you are, what your ideas are. And sell yourself to other people. And you do that through relationship. You can do that for, through verbal communication. Yeah. Through through body language. Through whatever. But once you are have fallen in love with yourself. And you know that you are a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> when you walk in a room. People want to hang out with you. Yeah. You know. So I want to first encourage people. To do some um, work inward. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out what makes you tick, what things are important to you. Where are your strengths? There's lots of really cool things out there, like strength finders and different things like that. If you don't know who you are, just there's the real colors. It'll tell you some stuff about yourself that mm-hmm. I get excited about when I took <laughs> and just learn. They're not all perfect, but it's a, just learn about yourself. Figure out what you're what you're passionate about. What is your message? What's your personal brand Mm -hmm. mission statement what are you here to do and then own it like figure out who are the people you need to get connected with to be able to to do that right so self-evaluation sort of form what that is practice it practice Mm -hmm. it in front of the mirror practice it to people that you know practice it to people that you don't know What's gonna happen? They'll never see you again after that networking <laughs> right? event. Yeah. Just go there and say some stuff. And if you look stupid, don't give them your business card when you're right. Done, right? I yeah. mean, just r- run the run the chance of trying it. Put it on social media. Yep. See what happens. Test the yep. water somewhere. But I feel like um having this skill and being able to do this, there are so many people out there that haven't found their voice yet. Yeah. And they have that thing that secret ingredient that is literally waiting to blow up and change the world forever. And they just haven't let it out of the bottle yet. We're waiting for you. Yes. The whole world is waiting for you. Come on. Stop hiding your shit. Yep. Be who you are. Tell people your great ideas. Go out there and, and do it and surround yourself with good people, good people that you trust, that think you're a rock star that will build you up, give you the confidence to go out there and do the things you're doing. And it's oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the world needs more people that are building each other up and not tearing each other down. Yeah. And the world needs more ideas and the world we this is like the best time in the world in the history of the world mm-hmm. to come out with your idea, whatever it is. Yeah. It's the best time.
0: Yeah. Still hard, but Best, well, oh, yeah everything that's what was worth doing previously <laughs> everything that's
3: worth doing is hard everything oh yeah yep yeah
0: but we like we have we have um social media and we have all these different ways to find your people yeah so much easier than we did even when I was growing up in high school you were friends with your high school friends because that's all you had to pick from geographically yep And not that I say that I don't value those people, but that's just, that's just the reality of it, you know? But now we have the ability to, fuck, I make, I made an album with two men that I've never met before.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I have friends that live all over the country and it's fabulous because you don't have to be this bubble, um, or this island in your own little bubble. The world is your oyster. Yeah. There's. Do it. There's, there's your, your pot is out there. Yeah. You know?
3: So what about? Isn't that awesome feeling it to is. know that there's this whole big old universe and there's actually people out there that are your people. Yes. That get you. Yes. That will laugh at your jokes and
0: they won't think you're too big. They won't think you're <laughs> yeah. too small. They're See, just perfect, be... just
3: like you are. Yeah. Your poo to their piglet. Yeah. Your poo and piglet.
0: But you gotta somehow put yourself. I don't want to say, like, put yourself out there like, hey, here I am. I'm, you know, being someone I'm not, and this is uncomfortable for me, you know. Like, you can be yourself and just take some steps to at least go in the right direction. Like, maybe yeah. that means signing up for a dating app. Maybe that means uh, getting on Reddit and talking to people you've ever talked to before. Yeah. Maybe that means going to a book club or the the game night or whatever. You know, like... Um, I've been really surprised with how and where I've met some cool people in my life that yeah. like, I want to keep forever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that like, they're my people. Like at some contract gig we both did <laughs> in some old bank.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, it's, it, it's exciting. Like yeah. it, it just, if you do, if you do feel like, you know, this whole bossy thing isn't in your, you know, wheelhouse, it, maybe it's not meant to, be, meant to be you're, yeah. you're not meant to be you're meant to be you you know what about if we swip switched it to if we could quickly <laughs> if it's possible um, let's talk to the men that are perhaps intimidated or perhaps feel um emasculated <laughs> or whatever like yeah. when we have these personalities like we do I have a man in my life who thrives <laughs> with me you know yeah Um. I've had men that die <laughs> with me as well you know yeah. in my life Um. what would you say to the men who um, have knee-jerk reactions when they see women in power or when their
3: yeah.
0: significant other just lays down the law or you know yeah how do we how do we combat that
3: I mean they I think they really need to look inward I mean what's that really yep. about it's got to be about something inside of you. Cause it can't be her. Like, does she have yep. that much power over you? Because right. if she does, you know, what is that about? I feel like
0: finding our insecurities and being honest with our insecurities. Like yeah. it's not like, I, I know, like when I say this, like it's not a sign of weakness. Like that's such like a, a frou-frou thing to say, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, it's like the, the girl boss thing to say. But really like when, when, the more and more that I'm trying to, like, work through my insecurities, the more of, like, a badass I feel. Yeah. And I feel like men who are um, scared away from people like us, perhaps we're just not for them, and that's fine. Yeah. But perhaps there's also some misogynistic insecurities that you could work on and could have a cool relationship, whether that's just a friendship or a business or... A lasting love relationship with a person like us.
3: absolutely. If you just get rid of
0: your fucking (laughs) insecurities. Yes. And it's work. Sometimes that's a long process, right? Exactly. But worth it always. Always worth it. So
3: that's the thing. I think some people think, and this is even when you're building your tribe, right? And you're going out and meeting people. It's okay if you change your mind. Oh, yeah. It's literally, if that was your knee-jerk reaction, it's okay if you change your mind. Absolutely. It's okay if you grow... It's okay if you become a different person. It's okay if the old person is someone you didn't like, but you're moving into this. new. It's okay. Yes. Like you can literally change your mind. You can be whatever you want to be. Just yes, pick a lane.
0: And that's kind of what this whole <laughs> podcast is about too. Like I'm airing a lot of really shitty things that I have been judgmental towards in my past. And I'm unearthing them and telling them to the world <laughs> yeah. because I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, and hopefully in a year I'm not going to be this person anymore. Uh, right? Like if you're if you're the if you look back at yourself five years ago and you're like, "shit was pretty cool, great," but if you're f- fine with just no progression in five years, you're probably stuck in some shit that you're not smelling. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean if we're not growing. And if we're not like shedding, like fall, I love fall because this Mm -hmm. is a really good analogy. In the fall, the leaves change colors. They look beautiful. They drop off the tree and they die. Mm -hmm. They go in they change everything changes and they come back in the spring. Yes. So they and more beautiful than ever, right? Yes. And usually fuller than ever. Yes. And so that's kind of the thing like you have to if you're not growing, if you're not continuing to evolve, if you're not giving yourself a chance to look at what's not working and get rid of it. Yep. Looking look in that closet and see if you <laughs> should not wear that outfit anymore, don't do it. Don't do right? it. Let that <laughs> let that go.
0: It's okay. We don't have to hate ourselves from the past. Let's just no, keep moving.
3: But I. Think I think you know, evolve. We're always evolving. We're always growing. No one stay. If you're stay, staying stuck, you really need to look inward and figure out why you're stuck. Yeah. And start asking the hard questions. Like, yes. why am I here? And why is this happening? And why do I feel that about those people? Yes. It's because I can tell you this. If you get a badass bitch like you and I behind you, any man is going to be lucky because we're going to take them to places they've never gone before. And this is a all, fact. Yes. I mean, I can show you factual history of how this has happened. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like statistics, literally how this has happened. So the, you have to really look inside and it, because the ride is worth it. Yes. Yeah.
0: There comes things like. Extreme loyalty, extreme love, extreme dedication. Honesty. You, know, you like always honesty. know you're going to get honesty. You're, yes. Yeah. We, will, we are, even if you're not a mother, I think you will agree with me when we say that we're all those mama bears. Mama bears,
3: bears. yeah. <laughs> you your know? biggest cheerleader, your mama yes. bear, your encourager. Right. You know. Yes. The person that will pick you up when you're down, the person that will help carry the weight of the load for you. Yes. Yeah, I mean we're we're that person. We're the rider dies, right?
0: Yeah, yes. we're the rider. Let's dies. high five about it. Yay, baby! <laughs> I don't know if we heard that on the microphone, so there we're pretending to <laughs> high five. So I I just saw that. The next podcast is here to come record. So normally at the end of the ruckus, I ask my guests to share their their failures and their successes throughout the week because I think it's important, especially as women, we're, we're constantly told that we're cocky if we praise ourselves publicly. Yeah. That's fucking toxic. Yeah. I think we should be proud of our accomplishments, proud of our little things that we um, do throughout our lives. So usually this is where we talk about How proud of ourselves we are, and then we also air some of our dirty laundry. Conveniently for us, (laughs) we don't have that time today.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, you do. Oh,
0: it's just Logan.
2: Please,
1: please. The world needs this. All right. All right. I, 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 you, you're, you're the boss
0: here. Okay. As we've established in the last hour. We're, yep, we are the boss. We're going to take it. If, if you'd like this
3: time. I want to hear it. All right. Okay. I would
0: like to. Let's do it. Okay. So, so I call it two wins and a fail, but okay. we don't have to have two of. Okay. When we c- just, let's just air our dirty laundry and let's just say something we're proud of
3: ourselves. Okay. So I was trying, I got a new Jeep. Yay. And so I am doing a right. My goal right now in this journey is to do things that I'm afraid of. Yes. And do things that scare me. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing lots of things that scare me. So yeah. two things, um, I on the, the a guy on the dating app was like, You wanna meet me in like this super small town that's thirty minutes from here with no streetlights? I'm like, Sure. <laughs> it was super scary, but Break the sure. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally wet. It was nice. great. I mean, but nice. just I would prefer to talk in person anyway. Yes. And so like, let's meet, we'll talk outside. I made it. There, I had plenty enough room to, like, kick him in the knee and run if I needed to. <laughs> so I felt, I felt safe. Good. I'm no, glad so you So I was, I'm staying, I'm sticking with this whole, even if I'm scared, if I feel the the nudge to yep. do something, I'm going to do it. Yep. And uh, also sticking with um, not trying to find a romantic person in my life right now. I'm really just looking for connection. Yeah. With people. Yeah. And I feel like I have so many instincts beautiful, intimate relationships with good friends of mine Yep, that I feel that feels enough to me right now. And so if the romantic thing falls into place, hey, that's, that's good. But yeah, so just staying in that space and honoring that, even though other people are really like, you need a man in your life. And so I'm trying to fix my Jeep last night. So that was my, that's a win.
0: Yes, that's a win.
3: And this is one of my, I'm trying to fix a Jeep by myself last night and three trips to O'Reilly's Auto Parts <laughs> and back. And I finally get the right nut size for the screw. And why do they have to have three? If, if it's one project, why do we have to have three different right? sizes that, that I'm dealing with? <laughs> and I'm dealing with a super tight space. Like mechanics, they have to be magicians to get in right? here and do this stuff all the How time. How they move
0: their bodies I'm that super
3: way? frustrated. <laughs> I'm so... So finally, I'm three-fourths of the way there. And normally, I like to finish something Mm -hmm. and not give up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I haven't eaten. I'm tired.
0: Yep. The hangries are coming. Yep.
3: I'm three-fourths of the way done. So I just put it all back together. Yes. And I said, what did I learn? I learned what size the nuts are, I can come back tomorrow night. I learned this is too tight. I'm gonna to have to figure out another way to get in there. Mm-hmm. And I learned that I and I went to the store and bought things that I didn't have. So I learned that I needed resources that I now have. Yes. So I've fully stocked my resources. And I was still I went and got food and I was still a little bit like in my head about all the things. Like I failed it. This should have been oh, like a yeah. small project it had yeah. instructions and everything that were pictures <laughs> step by step you know yep. <laughs> so I went for a drive for four I went for a drive mm-hmm. and I was like you know just clear my head look at the sky listen to some music and went for a drive and I slept so well last night because uh, even though I didn't get this project done I really just gave myself space to fail at something I've never done yes. before <laughs> yes yes You know, but for a woman, we would normally be like, oh, I can't do this. I failed or I need it. In fact, a lot of my friends are. Do you need a man to send a man over to help (laughs) you with that? I was like, well, no, actually, I do not. I I would
0: rather fail a few more times. I have
3: all the resources (laughs) I need. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I have all the tools I need uh, at this time. So, no, I don't need a man. But thank you for the offer. That doesn't mean I don't want help. Or mm-hmm. I don't need a man in my life. Or I'm not longing to have male companionship at some point. Mm-hmm. It just means that I'm free to be wherever I am right now in this space. So yes. those are my wins and my one little failure. The week yeah. is still early. It's, right? only Tuesday. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. So if you'd asked me on a Friday, <laughs> I might have way more uh, Tune in fails. for bonus content. <laughs> but yeah, I just took the time to honor the fact that that didn't work out. But mm-hmm. then give myself space to go back another day and get yep. it done.
0: Yeah. You know? My failure was apparent to me this afternoon when someone asked to schedule a photo shoot. And it had to be after work hours. And I looked at my schedule. So as of recording this, today when we record this, this is October 26th. So we're not even done with October. I said my first available night was in um, December. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't even gotten to November yet, and um, most of my nights are already taken already up booked. with commitments. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm usually not that type of person. Like right. I take my after hours and they're holy to me. <laughs> yeah. Whether that means I'm watching TV or I'm just like cuddling with my dog, those are sacred right. hours. Yeah. Um. And so I, you know, it was a slap in the face to see how I have not been honoring my boundaries that i preach um <laughs> feel like every week on this podcast yeah boundaries I don't I'm not honoring them yeah and um I feel like I've been not honoring them because the, like a couple months ago I had really slow it was really slow in my yes. client work yes and then like last month hit and it was like here's all of the client work that you've been missing yes and so I'm just saying yes because I'm like I can replenish the the money that i taken out of savings you know yes. to float me And, um, I have not found a way to balance that properly yet without making myself feel crazy. So, um,
3: I feel that that's a mood by the way. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: So that's a failure in my department, but a win. And this is a huge win for me because I, I don't really like, not that I don't like making new friends. I don't like the process of making new friends. Um, it's, uh, like I said, like I I have a persona I feel like that I walk around with. That um, if I'm in public, I'm chatty with people. I'm bubbly. I like to talk to multiple people, and I I'm true. I'm genuine in those moments. But getting me to go out of my house, there's a lot of anxiety there, and it's not crippling. I'm not I'm not trying to diminish anybody else's experience, but um, it's it just takes a lot for me to yeah. mentally like think about expanding my little. Pot of people
3: do you trust right away or do you need time to trust
0: um I definitely need time to trust I feel like with all the relationships that have yeah. not been great in my life that um I do have my guard up I do sometimes um a good thing though that I feel like I do is I let my real self out right away yeah and that has gotten rid of some new <laughs> friends, quote, friends right away. And that's fine, yeah. you know, because I don't I don't have the time or mental capacity to to I'm thinking of like a, you know, a clay formation of myself. I don't have time to like reform myself into nor should you no nor should I. Right. Um, and so anyway, one of my friends um, We kind of have this mutual friend that I have never hung out with. I've only just been talking online to her. Um, My mutual friend was like, hey, I'm going to invite her over to your house. And we're going to carve pumpkins. And we didn't get to the pumpkins, but that's fine. Um, But we hung out and my friend had to leave. Her baby was having an issue, so she had to leave. And so I'm here with this brand new mutual friend. I'm like,
3: yeah
0: (laughs) like i don't know her yeah but it was a fabulous night it i definitely felt like the first night jitters of like meeting someone new and they're in my space you know um But I'm genuinely excited to hang out with her more. We have, all three of us have a date coming up on Thursday to actually carve the pumpkins this time. Yeah, good. And I'm proud of myself. I feel like making friends as an adult has been hard for me without someone initiating the friendship. It's hard for me to go out and initiate friendships. So I would just like to say, fantastic, Naomi. Let's give me a gold star. (laughs) And I'm going to praise myself for that. Good job. (laughs)
3: So, we have my, so much love to give. I feel like you. don't don't um hold back from people cuz I feel like yeah. you're definitely a blessing in my oh. life. I think life is better with more Naomi in it.
0: I think life is better with more Kristen in oh. it. <laughs> you are you're one of the most thoughtful people I know, for real, for real. So, with that, I would like to thank you for being here because we know how sacred our nighttime hours are. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Thank you I so much. I would do
3: anything with you Naomi. I
0: do anything for you. Okay, there's another song. I'm going to close the laptop. We're going to sign off soon. Um, Again, if you didn't hear us at the beginning of the episode, uh, The Ruckus is part of Um, a network here a local network here in cedar rapids called the las podcast network and there's a ton of different podcasts on this network i know that you're gonna find a podcast that you like even if you didn't like mine but if you did like mine i would love it if you would go and leave us a five-star review and leave us a little comment because it helps feed the algorithm so other people that might like us can find us and if you don't like us keep it to yourself we don't need to put negativity into the world thank you remember to go to LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus so you can become a super supporter so you can hear all the cool podcasts that you like without ads i want to thank krista again i i love her so much i think you should check her out online um do you want to share your your website or your instagram handles or anything or do we just want to say find good luck finding her Hit yeah. me
3: up on Google, sparkanepiphany.com or go. at epiphanyvp.
0: There you go. Find her online. All right, friends. I love you all some more than others.